Well, hello everybody. Welcome to yes. our brand new podcast studio. I am so excited about wow. this. Wow. Yeah. So we just thought we would celebrate several things. First of all, uh, welcome to one half of the podcast series that happens here at South Coast Church. One half is sisterhood, obviously the better half. And the other half being Manpower Podcast. But, uh, so it's been a while since we've had episodes up on both yeah. of our podcast platforms. So what we thought we would do is to celebrate our brand new podcast studio. By the mm -hmm. way, thanks to Jared behind the scenes and all of our team yes, that's right. uh, for getting that's this great. ready. But it's an interesting season as we've come into November now. Yeah. This, is a, this is a fun, not only is this a fun season now that I'm just thinking about it, November is also a very oh. special month in our family. Yes, a very <laughs> special day coming this Saturday. Yeah, you want to go ahead and say it? No, you go ahead. It is the love of my life's birthday, <laughs> my birthday. Saturday. And That's he right. already is waiting for his lasagna <laughs> and his gifts. And he likes birthday cake as much as uh, a five-year-old boy. So uh, we'll have a big birthday cake and celebrate. So, yeah, November and December are great for us. You know, and we took Caroline to um, Disney World. for it's her. So we fun. finally delivered on her Christmas present from last year. And uh, we took her just, just, just a few, not too many, too, too many days ago. And... So we were at a restaurant, and then all the characters came. So and it was all the characters yeah. from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And so I don't know what your favorite Disney character is, or maybe you're not into Disney, I don't know. But Pooh was a big thing in our house. Right. Anna Anna had yeah, a had it. a Pooh, always had one carrying around. And But it got me thinking, especially about this podcast episode, that there's a there's an episode, and when our kids were little, of one of the Winnie the Pooh cartoons, and it was uh, a season of giving. And there was this thing, and I wrote it down. It's so funny. The, Pooh says it at the very beginning, and so does the kind of the, the narrator. It says, every season brings a reason to be giving. Yeah. And so a lot of times people think of kind of October, November, December, fall as like a giving season, kind of the final quarter, if you will, of like the financial calendar or whatever. But every reason, every season, especially in the life of a, a follower of Jesus Christ, every season there's a reason for giving. But for some reason, there is a focused time here on our calendar anyway in the United States and around the world of, of giving and how significant it is. And for us right now, coming into November is we're coming into our season for Heart for the House offering, mm -hmm. which is our annual offering every year that we do. And, you know, we have a unique testimony about just generosity and giving. We've been married, is, is it 33 years this year? Is that right? Coming up, yeah. So in December, we'll be married 33 years. And so a lot of you know our story, but you know, Tracy and I both grew up in church, but we have a unique story once we got married as far as what giving looked like for us. Yeah, I mean, we just uh, got married, and just like everyone else, you have, uh, you know, you're just really, when you first get married, you're terrified that you won't make it because you've never had to support a household and even another person and things. And so we were continually writing down our bills, and, you know, and so you know, two people can survive pretty well. So we party pretty hard those first two years. How do you mean by, what I don't, do you mean by party? Not like party, but we like, if there was a cruise out to eat, oh, you know, yeah. if we couldn't afford it, we just put it on a credit card because we were not going to stop the fun. We went to the mall a lot. We went to the mall a lot. Yeah, we did. Well, then we started having children and they came, you know, as you know, our story, we had five in five years. So, um, we had a, still makes me just, it's nauseating, quiver. isn't it? Um, <laughs> So we had to start getting serious about yeah. this thing called life, and we bought a house in a suburban, had these five children, and um, when Rose was born, you guys know the story, she was like, what, three or four, 
three when we had Caroline, and yeah. Caroline was not quite one when we had the twins, right. and then when the twins were two, we had David. So it all came a bunch. We had no insurance with most of them. Yeah. And so the few bills that we had just seemed like they grew. I saw nightmares of like negotiating with the hospital. Right, Of how right. we were going to pay these, yeah. these these bills. And by the way, hospitals, I don't know if they still do, they do negotiate. They do. Everything's negotiable. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> negotiable. We learned that when we That's were right. having all them. So anyhow, it, we had, you know, we just spent these years where we were paying bills and wiping butts. And uh, it was... <laughs> It was just like they got bigger. It was like they just got so big so quick, yeah. and so we had a mountain. And so we literally, we, we, we love Dave Ramsey. Your brother works for Dave Ramsey. But yes, before then, we didn't have that, and there really wasn't a lot of television shows. So we got a, a legal pad and just started writing down the bills. And we were newly at this, and so every now and then we'd be like, oh, no, remember, we got to the tide. So we'd squeeze the tide into the Back front, the you know, top, yeah. you know, above the first line. But it was we were honoring God with it. And so... God just started helping us make it, not necessarily yeah. succeed until we got to the church that we say that changed our lives. Yeah, right. So we drag all of our little kids in there. I remember the twins were in the fearless fours. Oh, yeah, so that's wow. how early we started going to this church. And um, we really needed it because we needed our thinking enlarged. Yeah. And we just thought, okay, we're making it. No one's foreclosing on us yet. But um, so our mentality really was just barely making it. With survival. Yeah, yeah. It was, Both physically and financially. They are... Toddlers, they should be the head of every boot camp thing to get people in shape. I say that it's like negotiating with terrorists. They are Toddlers so are, demanding. They're very demanding. And it's 24 hours. <laughs> There's no 9 to 5. They're like, we've had our first little grandson spending the night with us, and he just bosses us around in the middle of the night. So they are terrorizing, but you make it through. So uh, we got to this place, and I remember uh, our pastor, they were starting to build a church because we were just overflowing because it was such a good live word. So we sat there with all the thousands of people, and he started talking about paying for a car with cash or um being debt free being debt free we're like no yeah, way we yeah. thought only people or building like, a church debt free building a church yeah. debt. but we thought people in their 90s were debt free not yeah. people you know in like their you had 30s. to work your entire yeah yeah right so god exploded in our mind and we realized that was the hope that he had for us and so you know we just kept being uh tithing faithful with the tithe and careful yes. with the rest yes. faithful with the tithe and careful with the rest and so we really were that for years and years right and we not only got like where we were doing really good then god started blessing us with more and uh yeah. Started and bless our business. I mean, yeah, it was, yeah, it was unbelievable. It, the more you would yep. serve, the more you would give, the more he would make time. Right. I mean, he'd pour into the time that you did in aviation. So it really began to be a life of from survival to miraculous, wouldn't you say? I would, yeah. And um, so then you know you can probably share this part of the story where God called you to go to Bible school. Yeah. So in the midst of that whole thing, m many of you know our story. I, I was in the aviation business, had been for for a long time, and so. I had my own business. We, we had gotten to that church and been there several years at that point. Yeah. And uh, God was really just blessing us in so many different ways. And uh, and I just, we're sitting there in church one day. I think our pastor started talking about Bible college and we were sitting there with our kids and I was running a business. You were teaching school. Our kids were all in these crazy ages. And they said, hey, would you like information about Bible college? And I don't know why. I guess it was just the Holy Spirit in my heart. I, I put my hand up. I got mm -hmm. that pamphlet about the the school and started my journey of Bible college. You know, it was it was correspondence and kind of that was the pre predecessor of online. So I went online part time, nighttime, daytime until finally I went full time and finished Bible college, not really knowing that that was part of the testimony of 
just all that we were learning and all, all how God was impacting us through this life-giving church. Little did we know that you know, years later, God would lead us to plant, to plant a church. But after all those things have happened, you know, now here we are, you know, we've just celebrated our 12th anniversary as a church at South Coast. You know, every year, just like I mentioned, this is kind of that season for but us. Wait, wait. The what? whole thing is you got called to go plant a church. Yeah. And John said, well, if God wants to pay for their church, I know he would like to pay for our house. And oh, so gosh. Yeah. You How said, could I forget that? Right. You said, God, <laughs> if you really are calling me into ministry, help me to go debt free. And really, I just thought, well, this will be years. I can just relax yeah. here and yeah. my go to Oklahoma. And God did it within a matter of months. Literally, we were sharing just with a couple earlier that we were sitting down with earlier today that when we determined in our hearts that we really had a dream that God wanted us to go into full-time ministry and plant a church, which we didn't even fully comprehend at that point, we just said a prayer. Yeah. God, if you want us to do this, we want to do it the right way. We want to do it. We had seen a debt-free ministry. We had seen debt-free lives. We had sown into right. a debt-free ministry. Yeah. And really, we did what we we call the largest deal we'd ever done in the history of our business just a yeah. few months before we left to go into ministry. And it allowed, to pay, it allowed us to pay for our home off, our cars off. We were completely debt-free yeah. when we stepped out into full-time ministry. And now as we look back... In our early 40s. God gave us the desire of our heart. Right. But not only that, it was just through that revelation of, of putting God first, yeah. living a generous life, not just with our finances. I mean, you know, we were we were at the church. I mean, we were serving. You were yeah. teaching. I was coaching. We were giving. I mean, there was just this, this season of, like you said, we spent less time on our own endeavors, more time really serving and giving and leading. And God was so... God supernaturally blessed us in a way that is just, it is ridiculous. It's, it's hard to even explain in the natural. And so when we came to Mobile 12, almost 13 years ago now to plant South Coast Church, we did it debt-free. Debt-free. God answered our prayer. We, we've seen people since then say, well, we're debt-free. And literally it's just because they paid everything off and moved. We literally paid everything off and sold the house and came here and bought a house. Yeah. And so God was saying, when you obey me, yes. you know, with the first and right. careful with the rest, I will do more than you can ever imagine. And so many times we think that our dream is about us would be debt free. And there's that's a godly dream. But it reminds me of the story where Hannah, she was just like, I want a baby, I want a baby, I want a baby. Yeah. And you know, God, she had her house in her heart, but God had his house yes. in her heart. Yes. So there was so much more to us being debt free. God wanted us to bring what we received to Mobile. So we really have heard so many testimonies of people that have become debt free and financially successful in all kinds of ways because of what we're getting ready to do. Well, and, and so the season that we're in as a church right now, in November as we've entered into this season, is kind of our heart for the house season. Like every year annually, we have a heart for the house offering. And, and obviously this, this podcast is not necessarily just about, about that offering. But I think this, this podcast in this season for both Sisterhood and for Manpower yeah. is to kind of set us up for the season to have a heart uh, for the things that God has a heart for. And so when we say heart for the house here, we don't just mean for the church. We mean for all the things that, that the church, God's church is involved in. Yeah. And so it, it, when we say heart for the house, it it's really encompasses our local ministry that we do here in Mobile, just in the community, our national 
ministry that we do through planting churches and disaster relief and, right. and all those kind of things, but then also internationally. Because, you know, Jesus said, go go locally, go nationally, and, and go to the world. And so that's really what it focuses on. And so, you know, we do a lot locally here. We have we have partners in the city. I think about just the, the list of people that are organizations, not all of them Christian organizations, but are most of them are, but they're making a difference in the city. And we as a church commit every year to give financially and to serve in all these different areas. And it's always such a blessing, the testimonies that come back locally. I mean, not to mention like the heart, the We Heart Mobile truck yeah. and those kind of things, right? Oh, we go, where it, we go to communities and stuff. Literally, that's what God designed us to do. And I always say that generosity is the heart of this house. Yes. The fact that the, we could just sit here and go on and on about all the miracles of the building that we're getting ready, to, that we're in the process of building, right. but in each individual's home. And so when God is, you see how faithful and how miraculous he is, you're actually looking for opportunities to be generous. So generosity is the heart of the house. I don't know if you said this earlier. Maybe it's just sticking in my mind because I know we've said this before. When you have a heart, because you said it about Hannah, when you have a heart yeah. for God's house, yeah. I mean, God's heart obviously is for your house as That's well. Right. And when you when you commit and when you live to give, and when generosity is the heart of your house, yeah. oh, it just yeah. it just overflows into that so many different God's areas. It really he, does. He knows he can do that. But I know the local, they do lots of local stuff with We Heart Mobile here. And oh, our the, truck's amazing. The heart for the house offering is takes care of that. And so when we know, when we see that someone needs bunk beds or needs shoes or, or all kinds of food that we send out every week, yeah. every week, the heart for the house truck or the We Heart Mobile truck comes back and tells me yeah. stories that I'm like, no. No, yeah. no, yeah. you know, little people that are yes. in really desperate situations yes. get to receive something that just gives their heart some hope. And we always attach God to that thing so they know that it came from God. And so our people are very generous, you know, in the in the city. I know that a few weeks ago we got to go to uh, an elementary school here that's a year-round school. Yeah. And so we heard through a teacher, through a principal, really, that um, – when they're off for two weeks, a lot of these children just barely are eating. Yeah. And we're like, no, 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 not in, on our watch That's right. in our city will this happen. And we want these children to have more than enough. So we loaded them up with yeah. these two bags as they got onto the bus. And they knew the next two weeks they were going to have all the snacks they needed. And Breakfast, lunch, dinner, yeah, snacks. All yeah. kinds of stuff. And one little girl goes... They were like, well, you can share it with your siblings. And she goes, I'm hiding mine under my bed. <laughs> and I was like, that's a girl. Uh, yeah, she <laughs> likes some snacks, right? I can agree with her. But yeah, it, it's just, a, it's just it literally is the heart of our church. Well, and another thing we're doing too, you've got one of the hearts, uh, We Heart Mobile, the Sacks of Kindness. So every year we do Sacks of Kindness in our church, and we ask our church family to to grab a sack of kindness, and there's a list of, of needed items. And so people have been grabbing hundreds of those this week and next week, and They'll bring them back, and then we'll go out locally, yep. and we'll bless our community. We'll bless really three specific areas of our community. One is a school. The other are two uh, areas in the community that really need a lot of love. And so that's just part of what we do. And it's part of what Heart of the House is for, our heart for the house. But but then also nationally we do a lot. Yep. You know, I mean, you know, we know, many of you know that we're a part of ARC, the Association of Related Churches, and we plant churches all over the country. And I could just read off statistics. I think we're we're getting close to 1,100 churches uh, locally or, or, or nationally and around the world right now. So we give into church planting. We've never stopped. Since we planted our church in September of 2010, we've never stopped investing in church planters. In fact, you and I get to go up next week and help 
more church planters that have a heart to go into local community and plant a life-giving church because we really believe the mobilized local church is the hope of the world. Not just the church, the evangelistic, mobilized, outreaching church is the is the is the heartbeat and the hope of every community. And so that's why we love we love planting churches. But then also nationally in our missions focus, it helps with like disaster relief. Right. You know, Hurricane Ian just yeah. came in. Yeah, and down the south, we know what hurricanes feel like. Oh, man, it's hurricane season yeah, right now. I think yeah. we're at the tail end of it right Thank now. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, we're getting close. But, you know, we were able to partner with, like, Pastor Matt Keller yeah. and, you know, Next Level Church and, and what they've done. And we were able to, because our church is so generous, you know, this offering sets us up to be very strategic so that when something happens, we don't have to wait to take an offering yeah. to respond. The resources are already there in the church, and we have margins so that when something happens— we responded within 24 hours yeah. to what was going on down there. And so just little things like that help the, the national focus. And, and it really does help because I know churches have budgets. Yes. And these kind of things could really hurt a church's budget. So we sent funds down there and we saw them getting just pallets of water and then hot food for these. For, to oh, the pass thank out. you video was so cool. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, we don't, God wants us to share. I mean, that is his heart that his children would share. And so when you see that going on, you're like, yeah, this is how it's supposed to work. And then internationally. I love it. You know, I know you love missions. You've been, you, you've traveled a lot since we, since we've been here. And of course, even before we came to plant the church, you know, being, being in Guatemala, yeah. you know, down there with your brother yeah. and the orphanage and stuff. Yeah. And, and so both of us have a heart yes. for the world as I'm sure anyone that loves the Lord does. But so we, as a church, many of you know, have an invested interest, you know, long-term in Haiti yeah. and uh, through our Bible college there, through the children's home that we support feeding programs. We're sponsoring classrooms now. And our church is sponsoring several classrooms. In fact, yeah. we I think we sponsor, sponsor two third right. grade right. classrooms, which are close love to your heart because you it. taught third grade. I love it. But, but, but so when you see all those little children flood in after yeah. school, so they go to school really early, like at seven, so they get out about two, and the feeding program starts at two, yeah. and the feeding program takes place in the church, and so the doors are open, and the women have like pots like this, and they they've been cutting open garlic like fresh garlic, the pot's that full, which yeah. is so good for people. Rice and beans, and they're ready. They've cooked all morning. And those kids come in and have a hot meal. Hundreds of kids. Hundreds. They flood in them and their dogs. It's the most beautiful thing. Jared, I know you've been to Peru. Jared's behind the scenes, but you're going to Haiti with us sometime. you got to go down there, and you got to see this feeding program. Peru was amazing. It, it was, was it amazing. Was. But Jared and I could say that we're one of the few people that have actually put on Tom's shoes on little kids in the mountains. That's right. You did, didn't so you? it's life changing, but missions always are because most Americans, we all have so much we can share. I tell people this all the time. Yeah. People say they don't have a heart oh. for missions. I always tell them this: go on a mission yes. trip because when you invest your heart, you'll you'll then have a have a heart for yeah. what God what God's doing. It's but you amazing. know, in addition to what we've done, of course, Tracy, we built a church in Haiti. Yeah. We still support Pastor Raymond and his family there, and a feeding and so, program there now, and a feeding program mm -hmm. there. That's right, we do mm -hmm. a feeding program in the Mountain Church. But we just recently, over the last couple of years, you and I got to go to um, to Africa with Compassion yeah, right. and invited us to go on a trip and show us what they do. And if you guys know anything about Compassion International, just an amazing organization. And so our church sponsored a village there. Yeah. And and when you sponsor a village there through Compassion, I mean, it's, it's through the local church, but it hits everything. It's education. Yeah. It's certainly faith because it's connected to a church, but then it's health care. And it, and it kind of takes care of not just a child, but the whole family and the whole community. And so we sponsored a, a, uh, a village there. Right. 
But then we heard about something else that they were doing. Right. And so just most recently, and, and again, heart for the house. I go back to that. This gives us the ability to right. respond when we see a need. Right. So this new this new focus that we have uh, in Rwanda is pretty amazing. The just infant say a word about mother it. survival program, yes. I think what you're talking yes. about. And we got to go to this, and John and I got to go on a trip where we're checking it out because um, obviously this is us as a family and all of our giving goes out into the the city, the nation, and around the world. But we always like to make sure the places are, oh, yeah. you know, all that they say they're going to be. So we went right. on this compassion, what would you call it? A um, It was just kind of an informational trip. And we went, it was right before COVID. Right. And, and we went just to kind of see the work that they do. Because before you invest anywhere, you want to make sure there's a good return on your investment. That's right. Yep. And, and they're doing all that they say they're doing. So we went around to all these different things. We actually got to go to an infant mother survival program. And it was beautiful because I have motherhood here at South Coast oh, your small Church. group? Yeah, yeah. My motherhood small group. Yeah. So the small group, they come in with their babies, and it just, it might not look like a huge thing, but it is huge yeah. because 20, 30, 40 sometimes mothers come in, they put their babies in childcare, and they get coffee and a donut. And we talk and share about God, and they share each, you know, they lighten each other's loads. Oh, yeah. Well, then we get to Rwanda, and uh, this is literally what they're doing. The mothers are coming in the daytime. And they were making coffee, and they yes. were learning all kinds of skills, and they're being advocated for, and yes. they're be, they're helping one another. But it's all done in the local church. Yes. So my heart just soared, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is exactly what we're doing at home." Yeah. So this is great that we can do it somewhere else. And I tell the mothers here, and I believe it's the same everywhere: the healthier the mother, the healthier the baby. Right. And so the 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 rate of survival has just skyrocketed since this has started. I think I think they said nine. There's yeah. a ninety five percent survival rate, right, uh-huh. of babies in this program because before right. they they saw that it was the, the babies and mothers were not doing well. They weren't That's surviving. Right. That's right. And they come and they get to hear about God and help each other right. and learn skills. But then they also leave with food and needs that they have. And so it just makes the load lighter, just like here at South Coast. And so we're doing that there in Rwanda. And really, I, when I say where you all. That's right. That's right. You all are doing it. And I think it's amazing. Well, I just want to go back to something that I read earlier today. You know, Second Corinthians 9 it talks about how you, you don't give under compulsion, you don't give under pressure and those kind of things. But the last part of that verse, I think it's verse 7, it says God loves a cheerful giver. Yeah. And I think what you and I connected with years ago, and what I want to encourage everybody with, I think, in this season, and, and just maybe for this manpower, uh, sisterhood, joint, Woo-hoo, fall, yeah. kickoff podcast, is that, you know, if, you, if you've struggled in this area just with, just with generosity, or just that, just that idea of giving or serving, or just getting outside of yourself, it is the heart of God. Yeah, it is the heart yeah. of God. I, I've heard this said for years. Many of you have to. You're never more like God than when you yeah. when then when you give. Mm-hmm. And so, if, if I could encourage anybody, and I know you would say the same thing, when we connected with this as a family, I mean, we, you know, we started an outreach at our church yeah. years ago mm-hmm. in the church that you mentioned earlier. We didn't know what else to do, so a friend of mine, he said, come go on an outreach with me. And so much like the We Heart Mobile truck, in fact, that truck was a gift given to us when we, before we planted the church that we came. We started an outreach in the community here in Mobile. Before we ever had our first service, we were already doing outreach in the community. And he told me, he said, you know, one day you'll plant a church doing an outreach. And I was like, how, how are you going to do that? And we did. <laughs> yeah. But 
we would not only did we serve, we got our kids involved. Yes. So every week, our kids were going out with us, serving the community. Serve. I, I remember Caroline on the back of that truck handing out bread and groceries and mm-hmm. just to families. And and I think if you've never had the opportunity, whether you're involved in a local church, and if you're not, get involved in a local right. church. Find a church that loves the community that they're a part of. Get in. Get involved. Do what they do. Catch the vision. That's what I love. We, we just sat with a couple of few few minutes ago and they were like we love our church because it's impacted us it's challenged us there's accountability so i think maybe this is a call to action that's right and you know everyone's born selfish oh yeah i mean that's just the heart you don't have to work hard at that no when (laughs) when little kids think about thanksgiving and christmas all they're thinking about is what they get but as you grow up you know especially if you're a child of god you start learning that it is more blessed it is more fun to actually give but i always tell people because we've taken our children out since they were little bitty and they've never stopped serving God and serving the community. It is the antidote to selfishness. Yes. It is literally what will stop your child because then they start seeing it is more fun to take care of other people than it just is. get, 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 get. And so build your life on it and it'll work. So uh, I just want to remind everybody, obviously this is our our, our yes, joint kind sisterhood. of, you know, we, we haven't dropped an episode. I know manpower hasn't dropped an episode in a while. And I think sisterhood hasn't either. Oh, so we're dropping this that. on both platforms, mm-hmm. but we also want to let you know that there are new episodes coming up yes. uh, for the end of the year. So, so, so look for those. And I, I hope everybody just has, we probably won't uh, get a chance to, to talk to them before. Maybe we will, will before Thanksgiving, oh, Thanksgiving. Will. So will. I don't know if you're going to fry Turkey. I don't know if you're going to roast a turkey. I don't know if you're going to smoke a turkey. I don't know what you're going to do. We may do all three. But it's a season of giving. Yeah. It's a season of love. It's a season of generosity. So wherever you are in the world, whatever opportunity you have, hey, be a giver. Be a giver this season. And again, look for more episodes coming up. Oh, we look forward to sharing with you what all is in our heart. Yeah, and again, don't you just love our new podcast studio so So god bless you guys thanks so much for taking the time uh, to watch and to listen we love you and we'll see you soon